how has the current political climate affected your emotional well-being? Um, well, the current political climate has put my emotional well-being at peace a little bit. Um, I'm someone who understands that politics are for politicians and we as a people need to make sure they're doing their jobs correctly. Um, I'm not one to get too wrapped up in, you know, what's going on and who, what, when and where, but I, I do like to make sure that I am conscious of what's going on and who's in charge and, you know, who the puppet masters are, if you will. Um, I, I think our last administration kind of shook up the country a lot and divided us in a lot of ways that was pretty unfortunate, but um, I like to think that the dust is kind of starting to settle on that. It'll never, it'll never fully settle. You know, that's just unrealistic to think because people are always going to stand on one side one way or the other. Um, but as far as me personally, you know, as, as long as things aren't too crazy, I tend to kind of let them do their jobs. And like I said, just be aware of, of what's going on, you know. Um, have you ever experienced discrimination based on your, um, your race? And if so, how has that affected you? Um, <clears throat> yes, absolutely. And it's, I'm mature enough to not let it really affect me um, because I, at this point it's 2021 and I feel like anyone discriminating against one, someone based on their, on anything, race, sexual orientation, anything like that, you know, that tends to be more on them than the individual that's being discriminated against. It's unfortunate, um, but it's, it's not going to go away. So I, I always take the high road, which is something I do at, in my business is I want it to be someplace where everyone's welcome. So I've dealt with it in there where I have had customers who have said things and I have to quickly remind them, listen, you don't do that here. You know, this, again, it's 2021. We're trying to get away from all of that discrimination and bigotry and racism and you know it, we're all humans at this point so let's 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 get to that point you know it's so inbred in some people that you, you you really get to laugh at them at this point at least i do you know every time i've been discriminated against or had someone say something to me that was maybe or was racist I just laugh at them because at this point you get to build your own life and be your own person. And, you know, ignorance has no room in my world, none at all. So I just, I don't let it affect me because when you do, they win, whoever it may be. Can you speak a little bit to um, what you had to go through to reach your success and also would you label yourself as an entrepreneur? Uh, I would definitely label myself as an entrepreneur. Um, it, it was hard work and a little bit of luck. And I, I think that's kind of the formula for success in any business. Um, <clears throat> I've always been in the service industry, the restaurant business. I fell in love with it kind of right away. I love people. 
which I know is kind of cliche, but you know, I love to be around people. I love, it's not what you know, it's who you know, you know? So I've met so many amazing people in my life that have helped me and I've helped them in so many different ways. Um, and, you know, I, I went to college and I was going to college to do what I was already doing. So I never finished, but I got such a better education just being out there and learning from the best in the Rochester and working hard and being professional the whole time. And, you know, I, again, a little bit of luck came my way and I was able to, to achieve my dream of having my own place. And I, I still work hard every day. You know, people are, oh, it's so nice to own your own business and this and that must be nice. It's nice, but it doesn't mean it's any less work. You know, that's what a lot of people I think kind of don't see, you know, they see me there and I'm socializing and hey, how you doing? Good day and whatever. But they don't understand that every morning at 8 a.m. I'm there, you know, doing all the back of the house stuff so that my employees get paid so that my customers have a good time so that, you know, all those things happen. But at the end of the day, it's really just you have to love what you do and you work seven days a week. There's no time off. Um, I think you're right about that misconception and people forget we've all worked in businesses where there's been really poor management and we recognize when you have good management and all the work that has to happen behind the scenes to make something successful. Um, but speaking of that as well, uh, how did you handle being a co-owner of a business during COVID? Um, it really, you know, it, it brought out that entrepreneur in me. It really brought out that like failure is not an option. You know, it was really scary in the beginning because there was so much uncertainty. It was kind of like, okay, everybody shut your doors and stay home. And at first it was like, all right, this is cool. I get some time off to like hang out with my kids and be at home. And after about a week, I was like, okay, so what's going on? You know, because I still have bills to pay. And that's when, again, that entrepreneurship kicked in and it was like, all right, you say we can, <clears throat> excuse me, only do to-go food. Well, then we're going to do to-go food and we're going to put signs in the windows and we're going to go on social media and we're going to say, hey, we're open. We have food. You're at home. We'll bring it to you. You know, that whole thing. And it, it kind of, it pulls that drive back out of you, you know, because it is a little easy to get comfortable. And, you know, during COVID, it, like I said, it kind of pulled it back out of me of like, okay, I need to keep my business alive. I need to stay relevant. I need to not be some, you know, one of the unfortunate places that couldn't do it and just said, I'm just going to close my doors and take my loss. And it's been fun. That was never, ever a thought in me or my, my partner's mind at all. It was like, okay, what, what can we do to keep money coming in, stay relevant, more importantly, stay relevant and provide what we created for the people? Because it's not just about making money. You know, people genuinely need places like the pub or any sort of social place, you know, from a, a mental health aspect. They need to be out. They need to be around people. So we it really just just kind of lit that fire again inside of me to say, do what you got to do. That's that's a really great mindset to have. So for people who don't necessarily know where to get started, what advice would you have um, 
what advice would you give people who would like to own their own business? Like how can they get in that entrepreneur mindset or get that drive? If you want your own business, I feel like there's a, a couple of things. A, you have to be humble. You don't know everything. So don't be afraid to go to the people who do know. You know, like I'm not an accountant. So I'm not gonna sit here and try to pretend like I'm an accountant, you know? Get yourself a lawyer, get yourself an accountant, get yourself the people that you need to start the business and talk to people who have done it. You know, my success is a lot in part because I teamed up with people who already knew the things that I didn't know. I can run a restaurant or a bar or whatever all day, but I don't know about, I'm not an electrician. You know, I'm not a HVAC guy. <clears throat> You have to really, really want it. So I wouldn't recommend starting a business because you think it's cool. Starting a business because it's a trend right now. You know, so you, you have to do it because you love it. You really do. And that's probably the most important thing to me. It's like, I started this business because I love it. And I knew that I could do this every day for the rest of my life. I'm not going to get tired of it. And it's not about money. You know, the pub <clears throat> was more about creating a space for everybody. And that's something that I still to this day, when I have conversations with people, it's been five years now, that's still the number one thing. It's like, I created the pub because I was going out to different bars in Rochester and as great as they all are, they were missing something that I felt I could bring to the table, which is, a place that was for everybody. It's not, you know, so fancy that you feel uncomfortable and it's not a you know, hole in the wall where you feel uncomfortable. It's just some place where you can come and be relaxed. So you, you have to have your vision and you, you really have to work hard towards it. And it's constant and you're not gonna make it overnight. You know, you, you really have to, um, you have to want it. And um, like you said, like you, you're constantly working hard it's seven days a week. So how do you balance um, like your personal life with your business? Like, so, so what does your work-life balance look like for you typically? Um, well, my, my children are number one. So, you know, when we first opened, it was absolutely, you know, seven days a week all the time. And then once, you know, we kind of evened out to the point where I could take a step back. I made sure that, you know, there are days where I don't think about the pub. You know, it's always there. As long as I have a cell phone, it's always there. But, you know, these are the days where I'm with my children. They have 100% of my focus. It's about me and them. And I need that. I realize I need that, you know, because they ground me, you know. They, they, it's, a, it's an escape from all the stresses that come with being an owner. Um, and it's, it's really, I just had to say, this is it. Like these are, this it's their time. And you have to do that <clears throat> period. I think everyone kind of does that. You know, you work five days a week and you get your weekends or whatever. Um, but it's, it's a matter of just saying at the end of the day, I'm not going to burn myself out. I'm no good to my children. If I'm just working all the time, they could have all the toys and technology and all the things, but if they don't have their father, at, at his core and that relationship, then it's, it's, it's not worth it. You know, I can make $20 million, but if my children 
hate me and don't know who their father is, that's, that's not worth it. And it's, that's really it. You know, they're most important and you just got, you have, you have to make time, you know, cause someone like me or any entrepreneur, you get so involved in the business and it, it is, it's constant, you know, you wake up every day and there's always something you have to be conscious to take a step back and enjoy the things that you're working so hard for. And they, my children appreciate it too. You know, they, when we do have those, that time together, it's not wasted time, you know. But when you were mentioning earlier about wanting the pub to be a place for everyone, um, how do you feel your business uh, influences the Rochester community? I think it, it, it does in that way, especially, you know, over the past year, you know, with everything's happened with the Black Lives Matter and the, the election, the political climate and all that, I've, I've definitely noticed that um, my clientele at the pub has shifted a little bit. And within that, you know, I've had a lot of conversations because unfortunately, Rochester, whether we like to admit it or not, is still a very segregated city. And so seeing my clientele change and having them people, more people of color, because I'm in a predominantly white neighborhood, come and support me, I've had to have the conversation of, listen, this is a place for everybody. So if you're, uh, there's no need to be uncomfortable, you know, which is, is a thing on both sides. You know, I've had people of color come into the pub, again, a predominantly white neighborhood, up until recently, predominantly white clientele, all great people, but people of color would come in and say, I don't know about this place. I'm not comfortable in this place. And that's fine. But that's where I would come in and say, just have fun. Nobody's here to, nobody's out to get you. And it, it's a double-sided conversation, you know, cause I've had that with my clientele who aren't of color. It's like, just have fun. And the beauty of that is I've had those conversations. And now at this point, people come in and they've interacted with each other. They've had conversations with each other and they've gotten to know one another. And it's, it's like, they walk in now and it's like, Hey, what's up? You know, they're giving each other hugs and talking and, you know, that's what I wanted from the beginning. You know, I believe me, the Blossom Road pub isn't going to fix segregation or racism or anything like that. But all I want is a place where when you walk in the door, you can feel comfortable. You can have a good time. You can relax and let your hair down, leave everything else at the door and, and have fun. So I think that's what, what my business is contributing to the community. Because there are people who come in and say, man, I love this place. I love it that I could come in here and there's never any drama and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's, it's what it's, it's a public house, you know, it's something for everybody. So if, I, if, if that can go out into the world with them, where they take that mentality of, listen, man, I don't care where I'm at. We're all humans. Don't disrespect me. I won't disrespect you, all that stuff. That's all I want. And I hope that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, people leave the pub with a little bit more of that mentality and departure in a pear tree. <laughs> um, that's, that's awesome. Like it's, it, yeah, it really is nice to be able to like 
go to a place and feel welcome and like not feel people staring at you like, ooh, they're different. Why are they here? Or ooh, I wonder what they're going to do here. Oh, they might. You know, it's nice to be able to go somewhere and just feel like, oh, this is nice. Okay, I'm going to live my best life and just chill. Right. So and, you know, I have, I've, that happens at the pub where the people will come in mm-hmm. and they, they will be like, oh, you know, who is this? And I might know the person who just walked in the door and I'll say, oh, that's so-and-so. They're mm-hmm. awesome. They're a really good person. And then half an hour later, those two people are having a conversation because it's like, you know, you, you, you kind of knock down that stereotype and, and open the door to say, I know what you might think, whether it's a biker that's walking in or, you know, a, a big, big man of color, whatever. Once you knock down that wall and say, no, 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 give that person a chance, you know, because the curiosity is, it's a beautiful thing. You know, you, you knock that down and you say, no, talk to that person because they're really, really interesting. Despite what you might think of them, despite how they might look, they're really cool. So give them a chance. And nine times out of 10, by the end of the, the time at the pub, those people are like, man, that dude was really cool. Or that, that woman was really awesome. Like, yeah, her hair was 10 different colors, but she's an amazing artist who, you know, it's just, you, you, there needs to unfortunately be that middleman to knock down those walls. Outside of work, what are you passionate about? Family, family, and just living life. I mean, I'm not really a hobby kind of guy. I kayak a lot in the summer. Just, I really enjoy like just getting in the boat and just paddling and putting my headphones in. But short of that, my children is, is a number one, you know, I want to enjoy them as much as I can while they're still pretty young. Cause I know they're going to grow up and, you know, dad hopefully will be cool forever. But, you know, I lost my father when, when uh, he was pretty young. So <clears throat> I want to make sure that they, I get to enjoy them and they get to enjoy me because I am pretty awesome. Um, So we talked a lot about like your business and um, just some of the life experiences you've had. Um, Is there anything else about your story you'd like to share with us? I feel like I'm someone who, you know, I'm I'm the the Rochester story, you know, the, the dream. I'm born and raised here and I love this city. You know, I always tell people Rochester is a great place to grow up then go away to college or wherever you're going to go. I traveled personally, you know, and then come back and, and you can have whatever you want here. So, you know, it's definitely been good to me, the city and the people in it. I love it. I, I think there's a lot of opportunity here. I, and I really want to see it continue to grow. You know, so it's, it's really is a great place. So as far as my story, I'm, I'm just, basic <laughs> hardworking young man that's all lots of life experience <laughs>